Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast. Hello, and thank you for joining us at Create Clarity with Charity. Today, I have the most amazing guest the CEO of Sun Studios, Darren Ramage, and the producer of so many scary films. What hey, I do. Darren, how hello, are you? Hello, Hi. So thank you for joining us today. I know you- Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I'm sure my audience is just going to be so enthralled and amazed with all the things that you do. It's really um, quite the, the creative you have going on here. <laughs> a journey. That's for sure. It's been a journey. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really impressive. Your studios are amazing. And, you know, your accomplishments in the film industry, obviously, are just mind blowing. Um, so that's why you're here, because you really have a lot to offer, you know, young creatives, you know, you know, uh, focusing on the Arizona School of Media and production right. and your facility is how so many um, amazing people that are learning how to produce music and film and like you've really done a lot in the business. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. There's a lot going all on under a 24,000 square foot building. It was, uh, <laughs> it's, it truly is amazing how we've been able to bring it all together and make all of the different, which I'll, we'll be talking about as we go throughout the course of this, this interview, that there's just so many different pieces to a puzzle that is, is the entertainment business. Yeah, uh, you know, from the production side to the distribution side and everything that's involved in all aspects of that. And, you know, coming from coming from nothing, literally nothing uh, to where I'm at today is, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, you know, I, I it's it's not been an easy road by any means, but, you know, you have to uh, that's this is part of life and part of running a business. You if you don't. Yeah. You don't, and you're keeping it real because this isn't all about sugarcoating and you know no. rainbows and unicorns. You know, yeah, this no, is no, not it's a not. magic carpet ride. So. This is this is not your you know big you know high executive dude who you know came from a lot of money and you know got struck it rich with a dot com or something like that or you know the internet you know hype and all that. Mm -hmm. This is just grassroots, you know, pulling the bootstraps up and 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 making it work. Yeah, and well, what an accomplishment because your studios are like the nicest, finest, high end, like amazing sets, amazing sound. I mean, you really can't get better than that. I mean, anyone who really appreciates that, that you know, quality production sets, I mean, they got to get doing. Yeah, got to be the best. If you're not going to be the best, then just don't do it because you'll never make it. Yeah, exactly. Because the competition is is heavy, you know. I mean, Hollywood's just right over there in LA, you know. <laughs> Five hours away, you know. They can go out there just as easy. We got New Mexico on the other side of us here in Arizona, and you know, with their film and incentives, and you know, um, it's you know, we have more going against us, if you will, than we have going for us. Yeah. But yeah, and you know, if it was, e if it was easy, if it was easy, everybody would do it. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to knuckle up. It's a dog eat dog world out there. And especially, right. as you know, in the entertainment business, there's a lot of fakes, frauds, phonies, and BS. So you got to like- Swimming with the phone. sharks. Yeah. So that's amazing. And <clears throat> before I show off all your amazing um, studios and all your work and creatives and, um, you know, you're here really to, to let all the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, the creators, the actors, the authors, the production companies, and anyone who has that creative edge that really feels like they need to like put their work out there, that they really need to step up and like, you know, take that next level of life instead of just thinking about, oh man, I wish I wrote that play or man, I wish I, you know, wrote that script or man, I wish I recorded that, you know, um, that, that, that riff or what I mean because you right. do music too right there you have a, a oh yeah we've got studio. the recording studio I mean we've got one of the best recording studios literally this side of the Mississippi I mean yeah. a recording studio that rivals that of anything in LA and or New York I mean I've had we've had uh, artists producers you know music producers and everything out here I had Bobby Taylor he's the founder of the Jackson 5 and was the oh, man behind Michael Jackson for the first you know 15 years of his career uh, who had come out and was actually uh, brought into the studios, the recording studios by Arizona State University, ASU, nice. um, which we are, our studios are the film school for ASU. So Okay, I'm, I just can't help myself. I'm actually going to pull it up here. <laughs> Sorry. Literally, like, literally on I don't think people will know on how. Outside of our building, it's Sun Studios and ASU right next to it. So yeah, like this isn't we're like considered your part of the campus of yeah, some studios i mean it's just yeah it's we that's that's actually the entrance to our theater yeah um, sun studios az.com audience yep. like if you really want to look at the 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 newest upcoming most high-tech most evolutionary sound and 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 set um you really got to check out sun studio yeah, our, big, our biggest thing we do with the studios is uh, music videos um, oh, yeah. stage two has a huge massive green screen in it and uh, that way, you know, we can put them anywhere on earth that they want to be. You want to be in the tropics of Hawaii? Fine. You want to be on the moon? We can put you on the moon. Yeah. You on Mars? I can put you on Mars. Uh, right. You know, that's what we can do with the green screen and, you know, really, you know, sweeten that up in, in, in our post-production facilities here. Yeah. So, and it's huge. It's not just like a little green screen room. It's like, you no, can have no, yeah, no, this is gigantic. You could drive that, a tank into it. <laughs> uh, I think it's, I think it's 16 feet high. Uh, like, I think it's like 40 feet by 30 feet cyclorama to wall. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same thing that they, they shoot, you know, major theatrical films on big green screen. So, yeah. It's not just a little, you know, piece of green paper behind, you know, the, the actor or something like that. It's it's a big green screen. Yeah. And a lot of people probably think, man, that probably costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. And man, that studio is so high tech and amazing. Um, but you really are open cheap. to that. There's no question about that. It's not cheap. Yeah. But you can get studio time for what thirty bucks an hour at your studio for. Um, we do when we do our specials and stuff like that. You know, you know, sometimes our Christmas specials, Valentine's Day specials, you know, things like yeah. that. Recording studio. I mean, we do give specials like that at times. So but, if someone wanted to come record their podcast, they're like me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is it going to break my budget? 
<laughs> no, I mean, you know, we try to work with people, but I mean, the whole thing is, is that, you know, we have, we bring in, we bring in high-end engineers. Yes. That's part of our pricing yes. uh, that we have, you know, on, uh, for this, for our recording studio. So the recording studio with engineer, uh, it's usually around hundred dollars an hour. Uh, yes. And that you're getting top-notch, you know, professional level recording. This is not something you do at your house. You don't have the level of equipment. Most people don't have the level of equipment that we have here uh, at the studios. You know, so what is millions, the 20 cam motion? We got millions of dollars worth of equipment just in our recording studio. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm checking out this green screen right here. 2,200 square feet, 20 cam motion tracking capture systems, uh, 16 grid covers, entire studio space, water wall, acoustically treated. Right. What I mean is that like five hundred thousand, ten thousand dollars an hour, or what? How no, you... that's uh, I think those are going like the stages. I think we do for it's. I think it's close to like two thousand dollars a day. Oh wow! For a twelve, for a 12 hour day. Twelve hour day. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, that's more, more, totally more or less. I mean, a studio a studio of that size in Los Angeles would literally be about six seven thousand dollars a day. Yeah, exactly. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's really remarkable. Um, I haven't seen such a uh, an amazing studio no, being a media communication student from OSU, Oregon State University, that right. had a media comm program. You know, I was always right. on the sets, you know, KBVR radio, KBVR TV. Um, so you're familiar you know, with all this stuff. Well, we only dreamt of a studio like this. This was a this was just a dream, you know. <laughs> Lucky those ASU students, and look at look at what you're doing. Um, you know, just inspiring the young creatives and giving them a place. You know. what's, what's great about having ASU here uh, at the studios four days a week, Monday through Thursday during the school year, Monday through Thursday, eight in the morning to 8 p.m. They're having classes in here. There's about uh, they started here like five years ago. They had 350 students in their film department uh, and now they are up over 850 people. Wow. And That's how big your auditorium is. You can fit 800 people. Well, no, 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 no. That there's that's students. So oh, students. Okay, students. so they're rotating. The yeah. Faculty, right. The faculty, uh, not the faculty, but the student body uh, of the film department is over 850 now. So they've grown exponentially because of the studios. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're being able to work in functioning, working, operating facilities. Yeah, with so, the best, highest tech equipment, you know, multi-million dollar. That, in addition to that, that, you know, I tried to, you know, throughout the school year, at least get to talk uh, for you know 10, 15 minutes to each of the classes that is in there because I like right. to educate the kids to think just a little more outside of just simply uh, what they're being taught yeah. in the film school because you're, you're, you're learning all this, you know, all these aspects of the film, you know, script writing, editing, you know, camera, you know, the different apertures on the camera, the lenses, you're learning all of this stuff, which is great knowledge to know. Mm -hmm. But you're doing all this so that you can make a piece, uh, you can make a, a movie. That, yeah. That's what, that's what you're doing it for, so you can make a movie. But Do you guys use Final Cut or Reason or what? Premiere. Premiere, okay. We use Premiere mostly. Right. Uh, but that, and that's just that for the, as far as the editing thing. I mean, we use uh, Pro Tools. Pro Tools, yeah, in Pro the, Tools. Uh, in the yeah. recording studio. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that's, that's my big thing is I like to teach the kids. And I just want to just, you know, put a little something in their mind, plant that seed in their mind that if you're going to make something like this, a movie, it is important that you're making something that, uh, that, that you like, that you love, because it's a passion. Mm -hmm. This is a business of passion. There's no question about that. But mm -hmm. you also need to make a piece of product 
that other people want to see. Yes, your audience. You've got audience. Handle. You have yes. to have an audience, and your audience can't just be you and your buddies. It's got to right? be much bigger than that. So, yeah, so I, I try to plant that seed inside of the students so that they don't borrow grandpa's money to go make a movie and then it sits in the shelf and they, everybody watches it at Christmas time, you know, as a, you know, little something to do because, oh, grandpa now lives with you because you borrowed his retirement money. <laughs> right. did nothing with. Seriously. Uh, serious. So, I mean, I, I joke about it and I say it in a joking way, but it's so true. Yeah. It's so yes. true. So I try to just plant that seed in them that they need to think outside of themselves. Yeah. You have to have an audience. And if you want, because you're making something, a movie in this case, you're making the movie so that people will watch it. Yeah. But yeah, if you and don't you, make something that people want to watch, they're not going to watch it. Yeah. And on that note, on that note, your, your, your film um, background, not just are you providing a studio for the creative to produce, but you've actually produced multiple films horror tv you know you, you you're like a legend right like it's you're <laughs> okay. i mean in the film productions that you know you know you are you really you, you got your own terror tv network and you've right. got how many movies how many tv.com we handle over we handle distribution on over 300 movies uh some produced uh some uh some of the films that we've produced uh, i have about 100 films in my personal library that i own uh, the intellectual property too and then we've got about another 150 200 films on top of that that we license the movies from other filmmakers and directors all over the world and we release them uh here in north america we handled the release of those films on the company on our company brain damage films uh, and midnight releasing that's who handles that uh, our limited theatrical, it's another division called Nocturnal Features. So we, we keep ourselves pretty busy. Uh, Accord International handles the international distribution on the films. Uh, we're at the Cannes Film Festival, American Film Market in Santa Monica, uh, the Hong Kong Film Art, obviously in Hong Kong. Uh, so we travel around the world and we uh, license the movies to the people who are going to release the movies. Um, not pirate the movies, they're going to actually you know, legitimately release the movies in those territories. Yeah. Uh, a lot of which is all... done on the internet, obviously. You know, there's a lot of the businesses done over the internet. Uh, so, which has made the business a lot more streamlined. Uh -huh. you know, but that's just a matter of having, that's why you got to stay on top of the ball, uh, you know, of your company. Uh, anybody that's wanting to start up, entrepreneurs, you have to stay on the cusp of what's going on. Uh, we deal with that a lot in, in our business here because even in my time, 30 years in the business, we went from beta Laserdisc to VHS uh, to then yeah. DVD, and now everything's moved over to the internet, all in a lifetime, you know, a, a generation, if you will, 30 yeah. years. You, know? you got to pivot. That was some massive pivoting, like keeping up with technology and the, right. and the new wave of technology and being able to convert that like you did and pivot. And that's really why you're ahead of the curve. And you, you have all these platforms and you have all the content and you have the 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 creatives you converted them so they're accessible now worldwide right. without all the overhead right now you well, have right as much as the overhead it's because you know say the administration side of brain image films and midnight releasing well it's the same it's the same team it's the same staff because they do the same thing they 
package, market, release, announce, public, you know, public relations, social media, all that stuff for movies. So it just happens mm -hmm. to be two different brands. Yeah. Almost like, uh, what is it? Uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola also owns, you know, or I think Pepsi owns the Sané water, but they, they, you know, a company will have different brands within the main, main company. And yeah. I've created some of that here with, uh, with, with my entities, as in the case of Brain Damage Films and Midnight Releasing. They do the same thing. It's just different levels of films. Midnight Releasing handles the more high budget, higher production value, limited theatrical level films. Brain Damage Films, obviously, does not do family films. It's brain yeah. Damage Films. Horror films, blood, guts, gore, boobs. It's just, it's just what, what the 13 and to 35-year-old well, I have to say 50 now because that's all I am. And I love this stuff. So you got to, you know, there, there's a market out there for it. And uh, we've been able to, over the years, just kind of capsize and, and grab that market and stay in tune with that market. By attending so after COVID, what would you tell? I mean, with that being said, you know, you're pivoting, you're moving, you're, you're converging, you're, 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 you know, it had to have been some, uh, you know, pressures and failures and major setbacks, even with COVID to be able to get through that, what would you tell your young producers, your young entrepreneurs, the ones that are really trying to like put out their first film or they're trying to get their first cut recorded? And, you know, it's just like, you do, know, life is happening. The best thing I, I is do your homework. Mm -hmm. Do your homework. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, if, if, if you're looking for the quick buck, if you think you're going to make a million dollars, you know, overnight in this industry and in this business, if you do more power to you, I'm not saying people haven't struck it lucky uh, from time to time and stuff like that. But the, the day in the day out of the business, you, you got to do your homework, uh, yeah. whether it's the production of a film, whether it's the marketing of a film, the social media of a film, you've got to do your homework, you've got to know uh you know you got to have a business plan and that's what a movie is i mean in this case a movie mm -hmm. a movie in and of itself is a business in and of itself mm -hmm. it has to be it's to be treated that way uh, yeah it has a, a budget movie, it, it, it takes a village a... to to make a movie i mean mm -hmm. you, you you have to have construction painting you have to have location managers administrations uh mm -hmm. our industry is the pretty much the only industry that utilizes every other industry yeah because we need everything because we're we're trying to create a picture a moving picture of reality so yeah. we have to use everything from vehicles to cell phones i mean it's it's easier to try to figure out what we don't use right it's like creating a virtual world essentially you're like right. rebuilding because it's your entire imagination and you're recreating it um so yeah you got to have everything to create right. this 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 uh yeah. And so that's why we'll, when we're on productions, a lot of times for the, uh, you know, for the outside people that we bring in on the production, uh, the contractors side uh, that we bring in to do uh, the, when we're working on productions is uh, we, we a lot of times we work with uh, veterans because uh -huh. they are they're loyal, they're skilled and they're skilled in different aspects from electrical to food service. And you know what I'm saying? They just, there's all different kinds and they're highly skilled and highly trained, uh, you know, IT people. It's just, you, you get them all. So that's why we are, are real big on, on the support we have here of the, uh, the, the military veterans and so forth. And that's uh, awesome. To give them an opportunity to, to have, you know, a good paying, uh, good paying job when we're making films, so. Yeah.
And thanks for all their work. It was Veterans Day yesterday? Yes, right? just yesterday. Huh? That's, Cheers no, to I, that. Cheers to that. Yep. And, absolutely. <clears throat> um, th that's really awesome because you know we need to support the people that are really like you know making our freedom of creative um, possible right. in this country and be able to produce and you know um, uh, it's whatever we want, right? Like, right. I mean, you you've really mastered the art of gore and scary and you know frighten the pants off people. And people love that, but literally recreating that on a set, like the hours and hours and hours that goes into, you know, just the makeup. Very demanding. And, yeah, it's very demanding. Very so, demanding. Um, but that's, that's, let's talk about that, Darren, because I know a lot of people probably wonder, like, where did that come from? You know, where did that passion, where did that creative, like how, and I, you know, I think I don't, I, I, we got to tell this story because you're just so fascinating. I well, found it really fascinating and relatable. And I think- I, I, I got asked, I was at a trade show one year and I got asked, he said, Darren, you know, I mean, when you walked into our, 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 our booth, if you will, at, at the trade show, it, it looked almost like a college dorm room, just posters and posters just next to each other, kind of over each other, you know, trying to pack as many posters as we could uh, into the booth space. And it looked like a college dorm room. It just did. And so I had the, this writer. Uh, I think she was with Hollywood Reporter or Variety. She came into the booth and we kind of became, you know, friends a little bit. And she asked me, she said, Darren, what, what, you are so passionate about the genre and horror and everything. What, what, what got you into this? I mean, what, what you know, uh, which is why I personally, just side note, I'm, I'm such, I have a fa huge fascination with serial killers. Because I, I want to know what, what 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 was it that first you know turned you into a serial killer? What, what yeah. was that first thing that, that took you there? So basically, <laughs> she was asking me that same question: Why you're so much into horror? What what brought you to that level? What, why why are you so into this? And uh, it's a, a real quick short story. I call it "Chasing the Fear," mm -hmm. uh, which will make sense in a, in, in a second. That I was uh, I was over at my my father's and my stepmother's. They're watching Psycho. I'll try to make a long story short. And uh, I'm sitting there, I'm an eight-year-old little boy, and I'm just freaking out, uh, just absolutely freaking out uh, about, about the movie. You know, I'm seeing the blood go down, you know, in Psycho, and I am just wickedly freaking out. I, 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 we were on a white couch, and my knuckles matched the couch. You couldn't see the difference because I was holding on so tight to that couch, uh, just, just freaked out, scared. And uh, my, my mom and my stepdad came, they picked me up at the house, and I was like, thank God they're here. Thank God they're here. I got to get out of here. So uh, <laughs> on the way back, it was about a 40, 40 minute, 45 minute drive uh, to, to our house. Uh, I lived with my mom and my stepfather and it was pure pitch black. I mean, just as black as night could be uh, in between the two, the two small cities in Southern California. And uh, I, I was just absolutely freaked out. I was convinced that this killer was going to come and get us uh, and, and kill us, and we weren't going to make it home, and we're going to die, and it was horrible, and I know that might sound a little funny here now, I'm 50 years old, but when you're eight years old, I was freaked out beyond belief, yeah. just absolutely wigged out of my mind, uh -huh. we pull around the corner, this, this mountain, that you get in before the small town I lived in, and, and I, I saw the lights, and I'm like, wait a minute, whoa, I'm not dead, we made it, <laughs> wow and, and now now i'm eight years old thinking like a big person like wow that and that was, was american cool. psycho i like that <laughs> no i love american psycho that that movie's one of my top five films ever okay. but uh 
but no, this was the original cycle, Alfred Hitchcock's oh, uh, cycle, album. and and yeah. it just and, and so every since that time, uh, that, that's what I've been doing, chasing the fear. I'm try to get me that scared again. I want to be that scared again. Yeah, uh, and and so that's you know that that that's kind of where my passion comes from, and I've been I've been a horror movie fan ever ever since. Uh, when I was I think I was about 13, 14 years old, I watched Roy Frumkus's Street Trash was the name of the film. And it, it's just this quick little short horror film about these bums that buy this new Mad Dog 2020 type of alcohol drink at this one liquor store. Well, it was a bad batch. And if you drank it, you would melt like the, oh, like, like the, like the Wicked Witch in Wizard of Oz, you know, just melts down. And yeah. it was just brutal, disgusting, gory, all this stuff. And I just, I just, I loved it. And that's when it was, I'm like, officially, okay, I'm a horror fan. So I've just been, you know, I, and I am, I just, I love, love, love these kind of movies. And so, so, so you produce this from beneath and the afflicted, or is this featured on your nocturnal theater? No, those are, those are films that I actually licensed. Nice. Yeah. Those okay. So you license as well and distribute. Yeah. So. License to distribute. Clinton Road actually has a iced tea. As you can see it, it's got iced tea, Vincent Pastore, yeah. uh, Aaron O'Brien. I mean, he's got some decent cast in that one. Yeah. From Beneath has uh, Sylvester. I think that's the one that has Sylvester Stallone's brother in it. Uh, the Afflicted, man, that movie's just whacked out of your <laughs> mind. Kane Hodder, which is, you know, Jason and Leslie Easterbrook. She was in the police academies from way back. Those are, we did well with those films. We did very well with those films. Yeah, so you, that means you're so deep in the in, into this creative. It's not just like you're producing and you have the vision for the gore, but you're you're you know presenting the place for even amateurs to come take a run at it. And, well, and get... like I said, you know, I I have the passion for what I'm what I'm what I'm doing, and that's that's horror films, uh, you know, horror thrillers. You know, I love those kind of movies. Uh, and but at the same time, I understand that I don't want to be a starving artist. I have no, 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 no interest in being a starving artist. So that's where I bring uh, what it is that we're doing in producing films and the art of producing those films. And I'm bringing the art of business to the table at the same time. Yes, that's where the value is. That's, that's <laughs> probably that's probably the nugget of what you're doing at some studios really well and and you know although you know i had made i'd made like one film one or two films uh and been screwed over by distributors and that's why i started get, that's why i got into distribution many years many years 30 years ago got mm -hmm. into the distribution side of the business and it, it just made sense for me uh i i've always been a charismatic outgoing person i like to sell i like to meet people and talk to them and you know get mm -hmm. them excited and convinced uh, to to watch these films and is that at the trade shows you do all that yeah 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 I mean that's why I say we're uh, a court international we exhibit uh, for buyers that come around the world buyers that do dvd and video on demand for different channels all over the world so we meet with them face to face at the Cannes Film Festival Hong Kong Film Art American Film Market which is in Santa Monica California mm -hmm. so I mean, when we're face to face with these people, that's that's what I'm doing is convincing them that you know these horror films will make them money. And yeah. it usually doesn't take me long. Once I can convince them once, they 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 see it. You know, yeah. there's a big audience out there. There's a much larger audience out there than than people perceive. 
And yeah, and that's what is important. Like the audience here, like that's who we're really reaching out to. Like now they know you exist. Now they know the options there. Now they know, um, you know, that there's opportunity for them to take that passion and take their creative and bring it to film, bring it to TV, bring it to online. Right. And you facilitate that at like the best right. level. So they don't got to go to Hollywood now. They can go to, you know, they Phoenix. Come here. Yeah. So right here, Phoenix, Arizona, fifth largest city, United States of America. Uh, yeah. We have about, in, in the state of Arizona, we have any kind of location. That's another big thing that people don't, they, you know, you see, you think Arizona and they think Phoenix and uh, they think of sand and cactus, yeah. desert, and yeah, that's yeah. it. Mm -hmm. But we have, we have mountains uh, oh. here that there's snow, they, they get snow on, a ton of snow on that mm -hmm. look, you'd think you were in Alaska. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just up in flag. It's magnificent. I've never exactly. been so blown my mind. I'm from Black Oregon. Staff. So we're surrounded by mountains, but they all have trees on them here. You just see these massive mountains of rock. It's like you're on Mars, right? Like it's bizarre. It's like, it, it's a whole different experience. So yeah, Phoenix is gorgeous. If you like the outdoors and the desert and you know, the Colorado river runs through here and Lake Havasu oh, and, then and, flag we have, and we have the grand Arizona. Canyon in Arizona. Yeah. And the grand Canyon. Yeah. It's just you know, amazing. It's it, really like a world of its own. And it, it truly is. Yeah. It's so it, that's, it, that's one of the reasons, you know, it's one of the reasons I, I came here years ago is that, you know, I had family here, but I, uh, and that's the reason I've stayed here. I just, you know, I'm close to LA. If I need to be in LA, that's my attitude. You know, I yeah. can treat Southwest airlines like a bus, you know, just, you know, here's my ticket. Let me go on. And, uh, there's been multiple times, probably at least once a month, if not two or three times a month, I literally take Southwest first thing in the morning, fly to LA, fly back that night, and and I'm home in the same day. It's just a round trip little thing. Like I said I treat it like a bus. Yeah, it's so it's a it's a sky bus. It's your. Oh, wait, bus. wait, wait, way better than living there. I wouldn't want to live there. You know, I'm from Southern California. I don't want to live there anymore. It's ridiculous, and especially now after COVID and all this stuff, they 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 just said it. The band tools said it best that just they just need to fall off the earth. OK, they just need to fall off into the water and California go away. Yeah, because they're all running Arizona. They all know it's all over. And that's why I mean, it's really like with the covid. I mean, I know that impacted your business at a huge level because of the event center and, you know, the school and everything. It hurt, but it hurt the uh, the production side of our business. There's no yeah. question about that. It, it definitely put a stress on it. But I everybody to, wanted to watch your movie. Got to throw out it. a huge uh, thanks to the uh, SBA because yes. they were very helpful, very very helpful, and continue to be helpful in keeping small businesses like ours uh, in helping us out to kind of pull it through. So I, I gave a high five to the SBA. They've done a yes. great job of, of doing that. Yeah, thank God. The, yeah. you know, the PPP and the EIDL saved right. a lot of businesses and gave a lot of opportunity for growth and to continue on when everything shut down. Right, when everything was shutting down. Like I said, the production side, I mean, you couldn't have 10 people around each other. So obviously you can't make a movie. You can't even make yeah. a music video. You can't even make a commercial uh, yeah. with, that, with that limited amount of people. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, 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 it put a real bad crimp on, on the studio production side of the business, but on the distribution side of the business, mm -hmm. people were at home watching movies. Mm -hmm. So yeah. some people, you know, I've heard some people say, you know, hell, it was amazing. And all of the platforms like Netflix and Vudu and Hulu and, you know, all Amazon, uh, Apple TV that, you know, oh, they need so much content. 
no, they, they, they didn't. They weren't bringing in new content. They were just kind of regurgitating stuff from the past. And we're, we're really using uh, the, the algorithm that they have set up that if you watched, you know, you watch this, you might like this over here. Mm -hmm. So they really focused on that. And they didn't bring a lot of content on. They just, what, what a lot of people did, and this was what they found, what a lot of people were doing during that time is watching things that older content, older yeah. movies, older TV series that they had forgotten to watch. That was they wanted Terror to. TV already launched? Was Terror TV or is this something that you did during COVID? Terror TV is just, is, it's, Terror TV really is still in its beta phase. Okay. We really haven't so done it is kind of a COVID baby. You're you're producing. Yeah, we just we we kind of had it there, and we want to test market it and make sure it's fully operational and it works properly uh, on both sides. We want to make it you know very convenient and easy and simple for the consumer, but being on the on the on the sales and distribution side, we want to make sure that it also uh, works well on the back end so that we can report uh you know report the the views and uh everything yeah, else like KPIs. that so, we pay out, so we can properly pay out you know the producers and the royalties and things like that so we just got to make sure that both sides are working properly yeah so tell the audience where the best place to, is it is it brain damage where they can watch your your films or films, what's the best place usually is you best place to go is to go to brain damage films and click on one of the movies you're interested in and on that page it'll give you places to click to view it to watch okay. it because right. each movie you know like amazon carries about 80 percent of all of our films uh we you know but then somebody like netflix who's now more focused on their own original content than they are bringing in outside content uh, we don't get much, we don't sell much to Netflix anymore. So they subscribe here. Is that how they get to watch these? On, ter on Terror TV, they subscribe. And then it's the like, Brain Damage like Films is, is just the trailers. They're all trailers too. Right. On Brain Damage Films, they'll see the trailers. They'll be able to look at the movies and see if there's something that they're interested in, uh, something they're excited about, and then they can see where they can go and watch it. Sweet. You heard that out there, everybody. If you like that scary thrill factor ah. and you want to be scared out of your mind, check out Brain Damage Films and Terror TV and Shiver TV. And yeah, Sun Shiver, Studio. Both, Shiver and Terror, both Shiver and Terror TV are also on Roku. Oh, nice. Roku. Roku. Yeah, nice. and they're both obviously available on. Uh, online terror tv terror tv is mostly done online most of the people that uh, we have in on that and we do some awesome. cool stuff with uh you know with with terror tv especially being a subscription service you know if you subscribe for a year you get you know a hat you get a dog tags uh keychain and stuff like that so mm -hmm. really what's you know, your next convention where are you going to be doing it big and um you know off the top of my head, i don't even know don't wow because it's not because it's we'll not see really the whole thing yet. is that that uh, many of them now are, especially trade shows in the industry, mm -hmm. they're, they're all going online because- oh, Virtual eventing. Yeah, they, they just do the virtual trade shows. I don't like it at oh. all. I like to be face-to-face -face mm -hmm. with our, our clients, but that's really what's, you know, uh, it's exciting to watch, you know, on Sundays, you know, the, the see, to see football stadiums packed uh, yeah. with people again. Uh, mm -hmm. So hopefully, I'm hoping that, you know, sometime in 2022, that uh, the doors start opening back up for, you know, if major trade show conventions are going online, it's made it very, very difficult for 
uh, horror conventions and you know anything like a convention or a trade show it makes it difficult for them to happen so yeah. you know this this pandemic has, has caused a real ripple in those kind of things so I don't know the next, you know, convention, horror convention or industry trade show. I don't know when the next live one uh, is going to be. Well, so. you they can just come see you because your doors are open. Hey, right? our doors are open right here. Your doors are open in Tempe. Sunny Arizona. Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. And you can get, you know, um, a, a tour, you know, book your next event. You do huge events as well, right? You got a huge forum. Yeah, I mean, we, that's 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 a big part of our business is a lot of the associations, valley leadership, uh, things like that uh, for the studios. They they use our theater, which is, you know, it's, it's a classroom. It's an auditorium. It's a theater. It's, you know, huge widescreen, uh, panoramic widescreen, uh, you know, high 4K projection, all that kind of good stuff in there. And they mm -hmm. usually will start their day in uh, the auditorium. You know, talking about things, announcements and things like that for their company or their association and so forth. And then they'll spend the uh, second half of the day uh, networking across the hallway. They go into soundstage one and uh, they'll have some high top round tables and so forth, little, you know, beer and wine, you know, bar in the, in the back and and just network for the rest of the day. So it's, it's been a big part of our business. That's a good picture right there of something. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm just, I'm just at all. So everyone go to sunstudiosaz.com. I am so excited that you're here, Darren, because, you know, I work with a lot of um, other media kind of, you know, podcasters, producers, marketers, right. entrepreneurs, we need this, we need to be able to get our events, we need to have that high end, you know, so I mean, if you're, you know, a coach, a speaker, you know, maybe you're doing networking, you're doing meetups, you're doing, you know, um, birthday parties, birthday parties, Seriously. weddings, real, oh. like everything, right? I got to tell you this story. I think I want to get married. The in theater, okay, since you're showing a picture of, of the auditorium of the theater over here. When uh, this is about four or five years ago, my son's birthday is on December 2nd. So one year, uh, after um, I was coaching his uh, his baseball, his uh, little league team, and when the game was over, and I took I grabbed all the players, a couple of the fathers, and we pulled them down here to uh, down to the studios, and yeah. we had connected up in the theater. We had connected up there. I think it was a PS2 at the time, uh, PS2 or PS3, and connected it up to the projector, so the kids were playing their video games on the movie screen. Wow. Brought in pizza, you know, cool. spent about four hours playing video games, sitting in a movie theater and you're playing the game up on a massive, huge theatrical screen. Oh, that would be so cool. It was cool. It was really, really cool. Yeah. So, so you can make your own events. You don't need to go anywhere. You should just start blowing it up right here in your I've own got event. my own theater. You know? <laughs> it's funny every once so. in a while, you know, if something, you know, if I'm just having kind of a, a rough day or a tough day or something, you know, a deal falls through. Which happens, uh, you know, it's, everything is not paradise, but we'll have one of those kind of rough days every once in a while it happens. And I'll grab up, in fact, the last one I watched was American Psycho. Okay. I grab up, I scoop up my DVD and I go into the theater and have my projectionist turn it on and leave. I sit in my theater right in the middle, right in the middle of the screen where I am just dead center of everything. And I just forget everything. And I get to watch a movie in a theater all by myself. Oh, that's scary. No. <laughs> great. It's great. You get your adrenaline going. Very freeing of the mind. Yes. So and that's what it takes, folks. 
from the pros to get in your creative, do what lights you on fire. That's right. Still going back to that fear factor, white knuckling it on those in that theater seat. I've mentioned this before that, you know, facing the fear, I, I, you know, not only is it something that had brought me to be obviously a horror fan, but it's also something that uh, in business, in business, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I, I'm, 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 I don't get scared, you know, but, you know, you have to make tough decisions to run your own business. There are just things that happen in business that, that they're not easy. You know, this is a reason why after three years, 95% of businesses, startups are out of business, 95% of them after three years. Uh, and I've been doing this, I've been doing this for 30 years and we just hit 22 years, uh, on our own, uh, on my own. Uh, and amazing. building up this company. Oh. So, you know, it's, it's, you, you have to have it. I'm not saying that, you know, it's not every day that that is a good day. It doesn't work like that. You know, there's probably more bad days than there are good days, but you have to make sure that on those bad days, that the reason that you keep coming back uh, through all the pitfalls, you know, gaining that experience, as I've said before, experience is an amassment of failures. Yeah. That's what experience is. If you learn how to do, if you do something, uh, you know, the first time and you do it right, you don't learn anything. That's right. You've and not that's... learned anything. You got lucky or whatever, but it, that doesn't, you don't learn anything from that. You learn from mistakes. You do something, you do it wrong. You want to fix it and do it right. Yeah. And if you do it wrong again in the same form, well, that's kind of where I throw people into the idiot category. I hate people that make the same mistake twice. Yeah, you got to learn. But that's also, you know, jump, take the flying leap. Well, you the have fear to. of failure stops people from growing in business every day. That every is day. the problem. Yep. So if you learn to get into your fear and kind of use that energy and fuel you and to catapult you into your next move forward, right. then, then you will win in business. But yeah, people, I mean, fear paralyzes people in business and they can't check out of the box or take that leap, take that step into the unknown. And that's what you've done. You've learned to harness your fear factor and make it thrive and make it fuel make it you and right. fuel you. And that's I mean, the key in business, folks. At the know. end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, you can't take horror away from me. Mm -hmm because I am horror. You can't, yeah. I, you can't take that away from me. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's a money thing and all that kind of stuff, it, you know, and, and money is obviously important, you know? And yeah. Money is a big thing. Uh, it's not just a hobby, but you know, this could start as a hobby, but it, you're in it to make money. So uh, I, you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget oh, business is not a hobby. You need to make business. the money. This so. is business. You know, I mean, yeah. that's just all there is to it. We're here. We're here to make money. For ourselves we're here to make money for our producers mm -hmm. so that we can you know support them and so they can go out and make their next film yeah you know, that that's 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 what we're trying to do yeah and we're you got the space you got the creative and I, i'm so happy you're right here in arizona I, i'm gonna definitely be coming out and how lucky those arizona state students um uh to have you and your facilities at uh you know every day it's seeming to work <laughs> yeah and and they're getting the best education like you know, our studios were 
were bunk compared to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's kind of like, it's like mind blowing. And just to know that you're like 30 minutes away, I'm, I'm really excited. And everyone, if you're in Arizona or you want to get into a high quality studio, you, you have a production that you want to, you know, film, you know, hit up sunstudiosaz.com, hit up Darren, find him on, you know, LinkedIn, get in, you know, check out his sites that, you know, they got experiences you can launch here. And then also his amazing films. Like I can't, we, I could talk to you for hours, Darren. <laughs> You're fascinating. And, and what you've done is, is really inspiring. And I know anyone out there that's, you know, a producer or an, an artist, um, they just totally value everything you got going on here because this is every tool in the box, okay? <laughs> That's pretty much the way we call it, you know? Everything, yeah. all this, all this under, you know, all this under one roof, you know, where we are, we're a Universal Studios, literally mm -hmm. a Universal Studios miniature. Yes. And, and it is, you know, from from the recording studio to the, you know, the music side. Uh, that's our next step that we've got coming up this next year. We're starting up a, a music label, a releasing music oh, nice. releasing company. Uh, so, you know, yeah. we've got we've got more things, you know, on tap. Yeah. And just and keep just keep making it work and keeping it growing. Yeah. And we need all you creatives out there to, to keep it growing and, and really, you know, believe in yourself. You don't got to have a million dollar budget to get in with no. this. Guy. You know, no. the you first really... film, the first film that I produced, the and it's been one of my most successful percentage wise, one of my most successful films mm -hmm. uh, and not just percentage wise, but gross dollar amounts, profit. Uh, my mm -hmm. film Death Factory, oh, the yeah, budget yeah. on the film, the original budget on the film. Now, this was 18, 19 years ago. So obviously you have inflation differences and so forth. But uh, the budget on the film at that point in time, and I'm talking from beginning to the end, all aspects of making the film from the script, all pre-production, production, post-production, post editing, audio, trailers, everything. The budget was $6,000. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's amazing. How many years ago was that? Eight, about eight, I think it was about it's, it's 15, 16, 17. It's, it's, it was a while ago. Yeah, but, but uh, that's one of your most successful films. One of my most successful films. And, yeah. and, and the next one after that, it's called Hell's Highway that again had a very, very, very low budget, very low budget. Yeah. And it's funny because when I say low budget, people are thinking, oh, you know, low budget in the industry is considered under two million. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, not even, we're not even getting close to that. That's 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 not that's not the realm we deal with. Well, time's up, folks. That was amazing. Darren. Looks like we lost you, but thank you so much. And everyone, check out sunstudiosaz.com. And we will get back on a show with him. Um, and uh, everyone out there, have a beautiful day. Ciao. Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guests as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast.